Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a Distinguished Gentleman Podcast. Podcast. Y'all already know what time it is. Thank you, man. Hey. We back again. All right. One more time, man. How you man, doing, I'm brother? I'm good, man. How about you, man? I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Oh, man, we forgot. Yo, it's your boy, Ruby Ken. Hey, back at it again, man. We appreciate everybody who tunes in, listens, hits us back, gives us uh, something to talk about. Hey, man, shout out to y'all every time. Yeah, all right? man. Been a good week. Blessings. Still, we still in 2019. We still on niggas' asses this year. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Accountability 100% of the time. What you what you what you been paying attention to, man? What's on what's on your wavelength man, right now? Um, free twenty one, man, savage. Shout out to my zone. Twenty one, free twenty one. They've been trying my dog, man. You know what? They've been trying my dog. Yo, the memes been funny. It's been. But they've been trying my dog. The the memes have been funny. Like, don't get a brother twisted, cause Sir Savage, the twenty first of the sixth zone, might be some of the most hilarious shit I have seen in Did my you life. Say twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Of the six zone. Of the six zone. 21 set. You got to respect that man. You got to respect that man. Of the six zone. (laughs) (laughs) Sir. Don't forget the sir. You know what I'm saying? The memes have been funny. You know what I'm saying? There's been humor in the memes, but the situation has not been hilarious. But you know, this is what we do, man. We, We take things and we try to trivialize them so that we don't have to deal with them as aggressively. And it's part of the culture, man. You know what I'm saying? Black people have been... Dealing with the plight for a really long time, and the only way—well, not the only way—but I feel like the best way for us to deal with these uh, raw emotions sometimes is to kind of like take a laugh at the situation, just to kind of not upset ourselves too much. But then, of course, there's people who are uh, profiting off of uh, the shame or 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 the picture that's being portrayed. You know what I'm saying? But for those that don't know, Twenty One Savage. Got yammed up by Ice. Fuck Ice. <laughs> Ice, who's been uh, working strong for Donald Trump. Uh, what, is, what is it? Immigration. I don't even know what Ice stand for at all. I don't know what I, it stand for. I know the I is for immigration. <laughs> That's you know all I got. They, they, they're supposed. They're supposed to be the people. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Okay. All right. Okay. So the law enforcement agency of the federal government, United States, taxed to enforce the immigration laws of the United States and investigate criminal and terrorist activity. Mm. So uh, from what the story is that's being spread, uh, Sir Savage, 21 Savage, um, is originally from uh, British territory. I don't know about that. They said he was born in um, the U.K., but then I also oh, so read that he was born in Dominica, which it doesn't matter because Dominica. That's so, yeah, that's the. It don't really matter because even if you're born in Dominica, you still get a British. You're still a citizen. Oh, you're a citizen. Passport. Yeah, you get you're a, you're a British um citizen. It's like if you're born in Puerto right. Rico, oh, Puerto Rico, you're American. It's the same concept. They're like a Commonwealth for the UK. So people from Dominica, exactly. they talk with like a island British accent. Similar to Jamaicans when they talk proper English. Right. When a Jamaican talks so proper saying, English, they have like a British accent. Close, They're closer to a British accent than an American accent. So they're saying that he was born there and he came to Atlanta at, at what, 15? Nah, that's incorrect. They said that's what ICE put out, information they put out. They said he'd been here since 2005. But I read another article right. said he'd been here since he was like um, six, seven. Because one of his co-managers right. since he'd known him since the third grade. So he'd been here like since six See? or seven. So he he had to have been here for a long time. Because if he came at 15, um, he would have had a British accent when he was talking. He would have some sort yeah, of accent. Because I heard his mom talk. She got a British accent. You feel me? Okay. And I've heard him say. Right, right now he's 26. 26. He came out what? about If you had to say when 21 came out. About four years ago? Uh, give or take. Uh, I really want to say I feel like he hit it. He hit it big in 2016. He might have been on on the on the local radar about 2015, but 2016 was really uh really the declaration of of of. Savage. Okay, we had to give an example. Ella May is from the UK, but she lived in New York since she was like, um, she moved to New York from the UK since she was like, I think she said 
14, 15, she still got a British accent, mm-hmm. and she's, like, in her 20. So I would assume if somebody moved in their teens, they would have some sort of accent. So I believe some more sort. that he came at a younger age, like elementary. But you know what? I, w- I will say this, man. I got family who I've known their entire lives that are younger than me, and I remember them speaking pretty proper English until, like, 15, 16, and then they got to high school, and that influence, the culture is strong. And now you would have thought that they grew up in the hood at, at four or five years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a possibility, like, like that diction, dialect, stuff like that, that's, that is, it's easily influenced. You know what I'm saying? If you move to New York, you're likely going to pick up some of the accent only because you hear it so much. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of, that's how we learn language. It's by listening and repeating. You understand? So... There's a, there's a possibility that he could have been. It doesn't really matter. The situation is, uh, young Shia Ben Abraham, Joseph. Yeah, shout out. Has been on 23 hour lockdown, uh, because supposedly he he's not a citizen, even though he uh, applied for citizenship. I want to say in 2016. Yeah, that's crazy. Is what they're saying, right? So it doesn't make it doesn't really make sense how uh, ICE is trying to portray him out to be like some corrupt guy. Uh, who I, I don't even know overstayed his welcome, but either way, he came in as not an adult. So I'm not sure what the uh, what the process is for children who are brought here by their parents, of course, because he's not buying no plane tickets at 16 or at six years old. So that doesn't matter. Um, it goes like this not- with immigration: when um your parents become citizen, you automatically become citizen if you're under the age of 18. If you're if when your parents become citizens, if you're 18, you're left out. You can't become a citizen. You gotta apply. For you gotta do. You gotta go through the process yourself. Yeah, you gotta do it yourself. And I heard that's what happened. His mom became a citizen, and his siblings became citizens because they were under 18, and he was 18 at the time, so he never became a citizen. Then another thing that gets on my nerve: he went to jail in like 2014 for a gun case, and he pled. Like to a lesser charge, they been knew mm-hmm. he was a criminal. So all that stuff saying, well, he's a criminal. He been a criminal since 2014 before he popped. Why well, I ain't try to get him right. then, deport him right. then? Because I have family members that um been deported and they try to deport and they had like real tough felony cases and they tried to deport them and some of them got deported. You feel me? So all that no, stuff. Yeah, I got a cousin. Mm-hmm. He uh, I got a cousin. He came in. And I don't know the the status of his uh his his mom or anything like that, but he moved in. He was born in Haiti. He came here, and he was one of those. He was one. Of, he he was one of those reckless little kids. So he got in trouble a few times. Was put on probation. Had a baby. Uh, got in trouble while he was on probation, and they deported him. They they kicked him out for ten years. You know what I'm saying? I think he's on like year seven right now. So nah, when you get deported, you can't never come back. Oh snap! Well, that, that fool. I don't know what he got. That fool told me ten. Man, <laughs> but, I ain't never damn. heard of that. Deportation from the United States means you can never come back. That's what happened to Sean. Sean can never come back. Well, I see. I see. So they're not. So the question is right now: Are they trying to deport this man, or they're like, trying to deport on? him? When you're in the process of deportation, they put you in a um an immigration jail. The problem with immigration jail is this: they don't have to feed you three times a day like the feds. Oh, that's wild. And I know this because I had a cousin in immigration jail for a year and a half. Right. And he told me they don't fit. And my cousin did time in the feds. And then he went to immigration jail. He told me he'd rather do time in the feds than immigration jail. They don't. He said prisoners, even though you get treated like shit in the feds, he like, they give you more, like, respect in a sense. He said when you're in immigration jail, they don't feed you three times. They might feed you once a day. Sometime, two time, but he like he didn't get three meals a day. And two, the way of living is not the same. You ain't got like bunks. You sleeping on cement floors. And then another thing yeah. my cousins told me was the immigration jail ain't meant for you to stay there a long time. Like when you in like jail or prison or the feds, like you're supposed to be there for a long period of time. He told me they move you around. My cousin was in Puerto Rico, Texas. Kentucky, like he said, you get moved around. Maybe twenty one, cause he's, he's famous, he might not get moved around. But my cousin said for a year he was getting moved around, 
every few yeah, weeks. They, they're gonna pay a little bit more attention. Yeah. So they might not do twenty one like that. He might be able to stay like in immigration jail in Atlanta. You feel me? Because he's twenty one savage. You feel me? But that. But like you said before, like you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's been in the system before. It's not like he was riding under their radar. They didn't know who he was. They hadn't heard of him. Like he's been on the uh, on the national teleprompter television for. The last four years, almost. You know what yeah, I'm saying? he's so never like, got in trouble it, while he's been famous, as far as I know. I can't right. remember a time 21 getting in any situation while he's famous. But they said they weren't arresting him. They were looking for another Atlanta rapper, Young Nudie. If y'all don't know, Young Nudie Fire, he got some fire music out in the street. He's from East Atlanta, too. They were mm-hmm. looking for Young Nudie. And I guess Young Nudie and 21 Savage was in cars either together or next to each other. I don't know. And I guess they said 21... Did an illegal turn, like through a median or something, whatever. <laughs> something like they say, and they said a new a new report came out said he had a loaded gun in the glove compartment. Yeah, they just trying to pile stuff. Yeah, up they on trying that to pile stuff like... on him. But man, this is the game, man. They trying to get a nigga, cause on you know how he just came out with the lot video with um um with um with j cole Cole, he changed the lyrics he added a third verse he he added he added the third verse yeah he added lyrics where he said couldn't see my um kids locked up at the border like he he started talking Mm -hmm. about that he started talking about financial literacy how you know he said flint still need water yeah flint still need water it's crazy how when he was talking all that gun gun kill kill bang bang shit nobody bothered 21 nobody cared nobody cared yeah as soon as 21 started like getting smarter and shit it's talking more intelligent, saying more conscious thing. All of a sudden, he so, getting so locked verbatim, up. So verbatim, what he said was, uh, went through some things, but I couldn't imagine my kids stuck at the border. Straight up, Flint still need water. Straight up, niggas was innocent, couldn't get lawyers. On oh, God. Yeah. Now he's talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's saying something with some depth to it. They don't want to see, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to see those guys that, and you know, I'm, I'm generally not into the conspiracy theory, but... The video dropped the Thursday, Friday before he got yammed up. Yeah, that's crazy, right? It's it's just too close in timing, and they weren't even looking for him supposedly. But they arrested. They was looking for his homeboy. They caught him doing a legal U-turn, which should have just been a ticket, and we're taking your homie. And all of a sudden, they running him through a new system because he's like I said, he yeah. They said they ran him through the you know system to so see that he had immigration. And I'm like, first of all. His immigration thing, they say, is in processing. It's not like he is in the process. Technically, when you're in a process, I think you can still stay stay here. If you got TPS, that's that temporary protective status thing that a lot of the Haitian people got. But I don't even know if you're yeah. on that. But he's 21 but savage. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't is. make sense that you would apply for it and then you have to go back to your... Because then if they say, hey... uh, You've been accepted. Now you got to uproot yourself and figure out how to get back. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're already here, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't understand how, to, how, how for his situation, it makes it, especially they, they've already said, it's already come out. Yeah, he applied for, uh, I want to say his, his U green card or something like that, U immigration. Yeah, he, he, um, applied, he applied for a visa to stay. Yeah, U visa. That's what it is, his U visa. And he did that at this point almost two and a half years ago. So... And I mean, I know the citizenship process. Yeah, it's visa, it, green it's card, a, and citizenship. It's not. A, it's not a quick process. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not fast. But it's like you know, if you look at okay, when twenty one first came out, he was he was doing you know some savage stuff, whatever. He was talking about some 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 things. It wasn't really much, but what he's been doing in the community, you know, what I'm saying like with the programs that he's a part of, and 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 the money that he's bringing to the the neighborhood, it doesn't make sense. Like it's, he's not a threat to the society he's not a threat to the neighborhood he's not a threat to atlanta east atlanta nothing you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't understand i could understand if it was somebody who they arrested for maybe some violent crime or maybe it was theft to a large degree or something like that and and they they ran him through the system and saw oh you you also are not legal <laughs> then you got to go but it's like as of late you know he's 26 years old i don't think he's gotten in any trouble since he was 21 yeah ironically yeah so it's like you know <laughs> so what the hell you know what i'm saying let like, my let my people go man let my free my nigga 21 man free 21 man and it's you know uh 
I, I I see like like I said earlier, you know, you see people getting into it about how they feel about the memes. Like you seen the Demi Lovato situation during the Super Bowl. Yeah, to the, are you talking about the crackhead? Yo, <laughs> yo, the girl who was who had issues. Demi Lovato's crack a crackhead. Before. Is she still a crackhead? Yeah, she's a crackhead. When she oh I no, I don't. When react. I say that, I'm not trying to be funny. But I got it's a lot of problems I have with the media. When Whitney Houston did cocaine. Oh, when she was doing cocaine, can you remember Whitney said she don't do crack? Crack is what? When she was doing cocaine, right. they were calling Whitney a crackhead, a druggie. Demi Lovato okay, was doing right. dog food. In plain English, that's heroin. She was doing heroin. Like, she was shooting needles up. That's crack. That's a crackhead thing to do. That's another level, yeah. That's a that's a crackhead thing to do. And when she was going through herself, nobody, everybody was trying to uplift her. As soon as 21 come, you out here trying to play games when uh, Wale got on her ass. Like, you got to chill. See, man, this is my thing, right? I feel like, I don't feel like she said anything bad about him. She said, oh, the best thing, the, the most entertaining thing about the Super Bowl has been these memes or something along those lines. Y'all, I'm paraphrasing, y'all. Don't be trying to quote me and hit me up, say, nigga, you don't know what you're talking about. Fuck all that. Paraphrasing. She said, the most entertaining thing during the Super Bowl was the memes. And if you laughed at those memes, don't say shit. Because a lot of us were laughing at those memes. Because we understand that those memes aren't making fun of the situation. Because the situation is, is a sad situation. We're laughing at the idea that this guy with this, with this East Atlanta accent could possibly be British. And you know what I'm saying? He got the queen ready to gun you down. That's what we're laughing at. We're laughing at the idea... You know what I'm saying? But it's like we definitely still understand that the situation is a dark one. Um, I guess people's take on it was they wasn't really making fun of her during her downtime. That's what I think it was. And now that and she's, then, like, kind of contributing to the making fun of somebody on their downtime. Well, that makes sense. That's that, why that I think people sense. had a problem a with Demi Lovato because I felt like when she was things were happening with her, nobody would, they weren't making memes clowning her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody was was aggressive. The internet coming didn't at do her that to drug her. Addiction. So now niggas is looking at her like, especially black people like, yo, you gotta chill, G. We wasn't clowning you during your crackhead um epidemic. You feel me? But then with that with that same breath, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I can't even I can't even say nothing in the same breath because when Chris Brown posted something that that was kind of funny, and people been coming at Chris Brown since. Rihanna. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it, it's never been it's never been peaceful for that man. Like he's been getting it, even though people love him and, and you know he got a lot of fans or whatever. And like he the Michael Jackson still, of our time. And and, and, and ain't nobody close. close. Ain't nobody close. We just gotta put that out there, King of R and B. Right. When you talk, King of R and B, hands down. Yeah, we gotta put that out there when we talk about Brisk Breezy. You heard me? No right. C's. Brisk Breezy. Pop and R&B. He got both of them on Smash. He might have hip-hop goddamn rocked up a little bit. Yeah, you feel me? The boy got bars. So it's like... But him and Offset and them been had beef, yo. The him and Amigos ever since the Karuchi thing I with think, Quavo. That's where it stems yeah. from. It's not really... It is about 21 a little bit, but it really stems I mean, from that. What sparked it this time was uh, twenty one was, was Chris Brown posting one of the memes. Yes. And then uh, your boy, your boy Chris Brown immediately shut the shit down. Like you said, he was like, no, look like Pootie Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I see no lie because when they put the picture next to each other, I said, "Whoa, they do kind of look like Pootie." That Tank. kid, Chris Brown was was wilding on some <laughs> other stuff, man. I read the post. Oh uh, yeah, hit uh, he commented to the hop head ass. <laughs> I was crying laughing because I, I, I'm reading it and I'm like, the hip, the hip, the hippity, rocking to the rhythm. I said, oh, oh, oh. yo, this dude just <laughs> like the fact that he could like write that, a paragraph. Yes, that would have been even more funny because he really wrote it. I like the hip, the hop, the hip, the hop. I said, oh, no, he's going too far. Until you don't stop, you're rocking to the I said, oh, this like man, but my nigga also said the cokehead don't want no smoke. He put that nigga hey, address. Man. I ain't gonna lie to you. He put his address. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that was a tax man. Like like now, now you gonna have people pulling up to his crib. You no, know but everybody like, already that, know where Chris Brown stay. Who doesn't know where Chris Brown stay? 
Nigga, I don't know. No, his house, his address been out. Like, niggas know where Chris Brown stay. So, him putting his address Ooh, is not, like, up. yeah, like, niggas know where Chris Brown stay. Oh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, uh. No, you uh, remember them fans that, like that, um. So, they were stalking him and they yeah, were coming Yeah, Chris Brown crib. address, everybody, you know. You remember that span a few months where Chris Brown kept getting the police to his address, to his house? Yeah. With Ray J and the girl said he was raping, no, held her captive or whatever. Like, niggas been new where Chris Brown stay at. So that's why Chris Brown showing that he sent the address don't mean nothing. And that's why he said that. Nigga, everybody know where I stay at. Pull up, nigga. <laughs> at 4 p.m. That nigga said 4 p.m. Get that nigga time for the fade. Nigga, come he catch this nigga fade. Like a, a pimp four. named Slipback got there. I just <laughs> seen that. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man. I feel like, listen, man. At this point, right, I'm clapping because niggas clap up easy. No, I feel like they should just, you know what I'm saying? Man, go ahead, throw them hands Hold right up. there. Who do you think will win in a fight between Chris Brown and Offset? I got more money on Chris. Yo, Offset not money. scared, though. I I know Offset's not scared. I know Offset yeah. ain't scared, man. I, I don't think he, I don't think, I feel like it's just going to be two grown men throwing hands, and it's going to be what it is for about They both can seconds. dance, so they got stamina. You feel me? Shut up. You said they both can. I ain't never seen Offset. What? You never down. seen the Offset dance video? Yo, Offset got moves, Offset G. Dancing. He can, oh, You know, we from, we from at the South Side. Offset can tick. If you from the South Side, you know what that means. Offset can tick. Oh, so he got the, he got the popping lock. Yeah, right Offset okay. can dance, okay. bro. So they both got stamina. But Chris Brown can do backflips and kicks and all that. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there was a time frame when he was like really into, uh, Ninjitsu, and he was really into like Japanese culture and martial arts and stuff like that. So I don't know if he took up boxing or anything, but I mean, I feel like Chris Brown just might have the the edge in a couple of different categories. And but I feel like you know, I, I Offset ain't no bitch. He ain't going down like no punk. You know what I'm saying? If it's straight hands, it's gonna be it's gonna be a decent fight. They're gonna have to respect each other and walk away from it at the end of the day and be like, all right, cool. We finally got that shit out of the way. Now we can move on. You know what I'm saying? Because these niggas ain't about to be on no. East Coast, West Coast, or, or or Virginia versus Georgia type shit. So it's like we don't even got to worry about all that extra stuff. I feel like, hey, y'all niggas address it, or y'all niggas uh, move on, man, because ain't nobody trying to hear about y'all like fifty and jaw ten years later, man. Like, let it go. No, no, no. Chris Brown can't jaw rule. Offset. That's crazy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying like out of nowhere, like three years ago. I just want to pause. You always find a way to mention Ja Rule. And no Phil, matter what all, we talking about, you got to <laughs> respect off- Ja. You, you know always got to. I just man. thought about that shit. You always mention this nigga on every episode, bro. From, There's not an episode yet time. you haven't mentioned Ja Rule, bro. I feel like Ja Rule part of the culture, bro. Why I can't talk about people that's in the culture? He is a part of the culture, but like, come on now, niggas. When niggas in your career, Hove. when niggas in your career, they use the term "you got Ja Rule." Like you, you just he just Ja Ruled you. No, no, they use the term you got little flip. No, 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 chill, chill. Because little flip ain't come back. Out. No, no, chill, chill. Don't ever try little flip like that. He ain't come back. Jairo got his career ended by a nigga that took, um, by a nigga that basically came and reinvented his style and ran with it. Jairo dropped four more albums after the fact, bro. I ain't worried. No, about he it. didn't. Name him. Yes, he did. Name him. Yes, he did. Name him. I just asked him. Don't worry about it. Exodus. He dropped Exodus. That was Doran. He dropped. No, what? Hold up. So, 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 so. When is when is the 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 point where quote unquote he got Ja Rule? Ja Rule ain't come out with no hit after Fifty Cent got him. When did when did Fifty Cent get him? Two thousand three, uh, probably or four or five. So wonderful didn't come out after that. I don't know. You tell me. Wonderful definitely came out after that. Was that a hit? Which one's wonderful? The one the one with R Kelly and Ashanti. Excuse me, my bad. Robert Kelly and Ashanti. What what song? I don't remember that song. That's what I'm telling you. Bro, I'm not about to sit here and sing the damn song to you, bro. I don't know what you're referring to. Was it a hit? Top 10. It was a hit. It was a to hit. To you? Blood in My Eye. That's what came out. Blood in My Eye came out. Trash. That's the one with the Lil Wayne he has song. Joint. Is that? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's, that's, that's the one that had tough. the Lil Wayne song, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. Man, get out of here. Trash. That wasn't that was no you tripping bro. Child was trash after you that. You tripping? Two thousand four. He had that's what that's what it came out. Wonderful. Uh, caught up with Lloyd. I'm from New York. That no came no out that was during the beef. I said after the beef. That was during the when, beef. When you said two thousand three. I don't know the time. The I don't. I, that's when. When it, did the, when did the, when did the beef end? Is they still beefing, bro? 
it never ended, but his um, music career really ended. <laughs> so what, what what point are you asking for? You know what I'm saying? What point are you asking for? Man, fuck this nigga Ja Rule, man. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this nigga, man. That's that nigga, man. He trash. Exactly. Ja is trash, hey, man. man. Hits. But yeah, I got Chris Grizzly and uh, uh, winning the Offset fight because I think he he got technique. I think Offset can fight and not scare. But I think Chris Breezy got techniques. I think I think at the end of the day, it's just gonna be like who who really don't give a fuck more. Who the really don't give a fuck? Like who really? Uh, let me just say that who really don't give a fuck is Bow Wow girlfriend scratching that nigga face up the way she oh, fucking did. G. My she really God. don't give a fuck. Yo, Bow Wow out here man. looking crazy. Not Bow Wow. Not that's like that's actually one of the saddest. Uh, not the for legend. Me, you know what I'm saying? That's the legend. Bow Wow the legend. <laughs> not Mister 106 Park. and Park. Not Mr. 106 and Park. Come on, man. Bow Wow legend. Oh, he ain't man. had to go out like that. Bow Wow. Not, not the second coming of the best of both worlds. No. no. Bow Wow, man. Omarion, homie? <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Not Mr. Fresh in my ears. <laughs> Fresh in my ears. <laughs> that's crazy, Yo, I see that Yo, that's face. Situation. That digger face look crazy. Yo, he scratched up. I, but it's like, you know, I'm, I feel like it just scratches. It's... They probably hurt, you know what I'm saying? It's probably a painful ordeal. I'm not, uh, I get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, me personally, I would hope in a, in a similar situation, and God forbid I'm ever in a situation similar, but if, if a girl got crazy on me and decided to attack me, I would hope that I have the, the restraint to not, you know what I'm saying, to just kind of eat that. No, no, he ain't supposed to It'd be hit different shit. if he it was like. You're right. He's supposed to have restraint. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He did his thing. He, he if, if he didn't hit her. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly, she called the cops and said he hit her in places that, that couldn't be seen. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like we can't be part of the culture that is immediately responding. Everybody got an opinion and we got to drop something real quick. Like, I'm I'm saying from, from the optics of the situation, it doesn't look like Bow Wow hit her. She's saying that he did and he hit her in places that couldn't be seen. I haven't seen any uh pictures of anything of bruises or anywhere where, you know what I'm saying, she could have took a, a shoulder or a thigh, a, a rib or something where she might have bruised up. She's going to sue him pretty soon. Watch. Just mark my words. If she's suing for the check, she's going to sue him pretty soon. That's the next suing step. Suing for what? Watch. If you hear her suing Bow Wow, watch. She gonna sue the nigga, man. She gonna sue the nigga. That's not, watch. That's a crazy situation. And again, you know, we trivialize the situation and we make memes and we crack jokes and da da da. And it's like it's not to say, you know what I'm saying? Like we just we're part of a culture that 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 kind of thrives on laughter and humor. So we can easily look at ourselves and and make jokes of it. So I kind of understand to a degree why you know it's not that acceptable for people outside. Of of the African American society to uh to to crack these jokes or to initiate these jokes, but yo, shout out Chris Brown. I mean, not shout out Chris Brown. Shout out Bow Wow, man. Bow Wow, hey, man. Come on. If you didn't hit her, I hope he didn't hit her. Cause cause yeah, Chris did the opposite. Yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> Only thing that gets you up when I'm feeling down. <laughs> oh, chill. <laughs> I guess it was opposite for them boys. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw the elevator footage. He got in her face and all that. No, the elevator. He got in her face. Who? Um, Bow? Yeah, Bow got in her face in the elevator. Oh, man. But he didn't hit her. Saying, he looked man. like he was just... Um, he didn't hit her. I, nah, he just looked like he, he was grabbing something. Really, he was grabbing something from her. Really firm. Yeah. He, oh, okay, okay. He, yeah. he wasn't being firm with what he was saying. Yeah, the truth gonna come out soon. You feel me? The truth about it. Hey, hey it always soon. does, man. It always does. So, we can't... They got cameras everywhere. Yeah. So... Yeah, you're right, man. If you want to, if you want to be that kind of reckless, you better take your ass to some third world country. <laughs> I ain't want to shout no third world country out because I feel like that'd be disrespectful to them. So you better take you to some third world country and take care. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can box like adults and then come on back. <laughs> Chill, like nothing happened. <laughs> but you know what I'm hot about this week? The most disgusting thing. What's up? I'm angry about what's, this what's, week, what man. You know the Grammys what is coming soon. And then, um, Grammy, Grammy coming. coming soon on Black History Month. You feel me? It's tonight, ain't it? Yeah, shout out Black History Black Month. Black History you, Month. More. And you notice, I notice there's a lot of things going on in Black History Month that's trying to distract us from Black History Month. But that's besides the Man, point. They, they, since it's Black... They came early. They came, they came early with it. Yeah, since it's Black History Month, I got a lot of things I'm angry about that I want to tell the people. 
So they having a Motown tribute at the Grammys. And guess who? Right. They got doing the Motown tribute. Talk to me. Who you think it would be? If you had a pick, somebody do the uh, Motown, a Motown tribute, tribute. That's a female. Who would you pick? That's a female. Um I would probably go into the realms of like possibly a Rihanna, Janae Aiko. Um But they they popular, but let's give me somebody that can sing sing. Like they can sing, but they can't sing oh, sing. Oh, well then shoot, you talking about Beyonce. What you mean? Okay, <laughs> Beyonce. You would go with a Beyonce. Guess who they got? Right. J Lo. <laughs> J Lo. Hmm. Don't. Jennifer Lopez? Yes, nigga. I mean, she is she is from the block. J Lo can't even half a sing, nigga. J Lo. Listen, man. Hold up, pause. I, don't do this. Don't do, don't, don't do what you about to do. I have I a feeling you about think, to say something. I don't think. What? I don't think J Lo is that bad of a singer. What? She's not. She's J-Lo not J Lo can dance a little bit. J Lo's pretty. J Lo cannot sing. That's one thing. Do you want to answer? No, no. Name one song that J Lo had that she really could sing. She did good in the Selena movie. Um, Jay, that wasn't really J Lo voice. J Lo can't blow like Selena. They was, they was, they was giving. They was. She was ad libbing. J Lo is beautiful. Don't get it twisted. I'll do anything for Salinas. But J Lo should not be doing. They got Fantasia out here. They got a Jill Scott, Angie Stone, Ooh. Jennifer Ooh. Hudson, Mary J. Blige. You know what? These are uh, all people who I would cast votes before uh, Jennifer Lopez. But maybe she's going to do something special. You know what I'm saying? Because we would be in uproar if it was Christina Aguilera. And she's Christina Aguilera sings as, way better than J-Lo. Yo, Christina could blow, boy. But the optics, you know what I'm saying? Like, she looks more white than Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, does. but, so we probably, but come on. You got all them black people. And you... You, 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 they even put the Queen Beyonce. If they would have said Beyonce, I would have just shut up. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe there's gonna be more than no. just J Lo. Like I, they said J Lo. I ain't see no other name. J Lo. So who's for the she, women? She, she I think Arita? for the women part, I don't know who's doing the male part. I know who she. Who? What, what can? What, she, what song can J Lo sing? She singing. She gonna. She gonna Diana sing. Ross, nigga, is still alive. <laughs> she was in the Supremes. She can't do the Motown tribute. Yo. <laughs> they wild But it's a tribute though. It's a tribute So it's, it should be It should be Smokey's like Smokey's still alive talent. Nigga It's You know how many Okay we just talking one minute Diana Ross still alive You telling me Diana mm-hmm. Ross Can't sing no Aretha Franklin um, <laughs> Come on man Diana's still alive I seen Diana sing Not too long ago She still can blow she ain't lost her but voice. But they, they They from They from the same Like era It's like If it's a tribute right mm-hmm. It should be it's, I mean, not, maybe she could she could be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like okay, if I'm like you right, if I'm looking at an Eminem tribute, I'm gonna want to see like the Migos spitting Eminem verses. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like okay, but eventually these, you these young want guys. a person to get up there and sing their song. Um, it, and most yeah, tributes like, it happened. Like, like I, I, I think about my one of my favorite tributes of all time is the Charlie Wilson tribute, and they had Snoop up there, they had Justin Timberlake up there, oh, yeah. they had uh, Pharrell that. up there. You know what I'm saying? They had like a and then Charlie like, they had ended guys up coming up with, and blowing with younger guys, and Charlie ended and then, up coming you know up and blowing. Cause, cause Charlie, Charlie's still alive, and Charlie still got it, nigga. Yeah, but Diana Ross still alive. Uncle Charlie, so she, she could. Tri- okay, let's take out Diana. You telling me Fantasia can't come up there? I mean, but the uh, the question is, you know what I'm saying, on top of that, is who agreed? Who said yes? Who said I, I can? Who said I can't? Bruh. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that we don't ever look into. Yeah, like, you're right. But you know how many just people. Just like Maroon 5 in the Super Bowl. You know how many people would have said you had to do a Motown tribute? I can name you 10 hey, girl singers. Sometimes, listen, sometimes sometimes people have to make the mistake and fail before they realize how to do it right. Because let's look that, let's look at uh, mm-hmm. when, when Michael Jackson first passed away. Mm-hmm. Who did who did his tribute at the BET Awards? Not the right person. Because who was it they, that did Michael later, Jackson? They had Chris Brown come down and shh. Who did, it, who did the Michael Jackson? They had everybody do a little bit of Michael Jackson. Carrie Hilson did a little something. Jimmy Foxx did a little something. Everybody tried but then people can to sing. do something. That, that's besides the point. None of it 
was what Chris Brown did. Oh, yeah, Chris, Chris Brown? Brown. Oh, Chris, when Chris Brown did it? That shit Chris was amazing. Brown's Michael Jackson tribute, That it was one of the most amazing performances I have ever seen. Even though I did, I do feel like he staged them No, he did. The Man in the Mirror right. was on purpose. It's because the, the song was talking about, he had to look at himself. Remember? I'm looking at the man in the mirror. He had to look at himself. Listen, I definitely understand why you was never in choir. <laughs> um... I definitely see that now, or hear it. But uh, I, de- I like listen. That I feel like the song felt. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like there was a lot of feeling in the song. You think about the words that you're saying. Like damn. But Chris Brown did the fuck out of that performance. I will go on YouTube and check out that performance at least once every two years because I think I've been saying it ever since. Like Chris Brown is the closest thing we have to Michael Jackson. Like the way this man can perform, the way this man sings, the the quality of music that he's giving us on the regular. Like, we not appreciating this. What guy. I'm he's saying young, is... Bro. He not even 30 yet. Yeah, you're right. No, Chris Brown, 30. He not 30? Is he? He's not 30? Is he? Chris Breezy, 30. I can't remember when Youngboy had just turned 16. Chris Brown. I can't remember when... Nah, Breezy, 30. Youngboy just turned 16. Well, listen, listen, not, listen. That's, oh, he just turned 30, though. Yeah, he probably just turned uh, That's oh, like yeah, yeah, having... Yeah, a Julio Iglesias tribute, and you don't make Enrique Iglesias or Ricky Martin sing it. You got Jamie Foxx out here singing Julio Iglesias. That's disrespectful to Julio Iglesias. He's twenty nine, bro. He's twenty nine. He'll be he'll be thirty in he'll be thirty in uh in, in May. Yeah, but that's disrespectful to Julio Iglesias. So if Julio Iglesias had a tribute and Enrique don't do it, you mean Enrique? Julio, his dad. Julio? Yeah, his dad Julio. If they had a Julio Iglesias. Iglesias. No, 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 that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect Enrique sense. Enrique would come. If, doing a trip- if you had Jamie Foxx do, you're going to be looking like, what the fuck is Jamie Foxx doing singing Julio Iglesias when Enrique's alive? You got Ricky Martin. You know what? You got. Knowing the way the game set up, they probably Mark had Drake Anthony. come out there and do it. You know what and I mean? Nobody would complain. Nah, man, that shit going to be trash if J Lo doing it. I'm telling you right now. I don't think it's going to be trash. I, I guarantee gonna, it. I think, next I, week I think, we're going to come we back already... and we're going to, if she does it, we're going to review this next week. And we're going to come back and you're going to see how trash it is. I don't I don't think it's going to be trash, bro. I've never seen Jennifer Lopez have a trash performance. This is what She's I'm a performer, I, not I don't a think singer. It's, gonna... it's a difference. She can perform. She can't sing. I think she can hold a note, bro. I don't think she has the range of the people that she's trying to make the tribute for. Because Motown had some singers. Sang, they wasn't just singing. Sang. They wasn't just singing. They were she singing out sang. there, boy. If it wasn't good for the shout out to J Lo, studio engineer, he fire. <laughs> Yo, get he fire. Here. She can't sing, sing. She can hold a note. She's a beautiful performer, great performer. I seen her perform. She's an amazing oh, performer. Maybe she been practicing, man. To, maybe she had a vocal most coach. think about this. Maybe most Motown women she's been getting ready. Think about this. Most Motown women didn't do those crazy dances. It was the guys that did more of the dancing. The women didn't really do them dances like that. They mostly was standing there singing. So J-Lo got to stand there and sing. Not dance, not move around, do all that choreography. No. She got to stand there and sing. You see? but And, and, and the, the point that you made earlier, it's all a distraction, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. It's Motown. Every time we... Like, it's, it's not even just that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we so riled up about uh, Jennifer Lopez performing, we're not realizing that every other day... For Black History Month, another rapper has been jailed. Yeah, that's another thing, little baby. They yanked him up what this week? Yeah, for man. what? I don't know. They said little baby was... legal U turn. <laughs> yeah, but this... you gotta get you gotta keep your nose clean. They got twenty one. They that was that was like the warning shot. Yeah, man. Baby got arrested. For, um, I think he got out on bail. They said for reckless driving, eluding the police. Like, I don't... Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely eluding the police. I remember that part. I mean, they checked his car. He didn't have nothing on him. They ain't had no I mean, but guns. I don't think no weed, no drugs, no nothing. Reckless driving, evading the police. That's pretty. I mean, that's that's all they could to get to get on the young man. Well, yeah, we got to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said at the beginning, there's got to be uh, uh, some accountability. But at the same time, like you just got to keep your nose clean out here, man, because they. They want you young guys. Like that's just it. Point blank period. They want them. Yeah. They want to get they want to get everybody locked up. Like we all are excited about being part of the uh the popular culture now, but it's like 
Do they want us here? Yeah, <laughs> man. You also, um, man, it's crazy. In Black History Month, they locked my nigga 21 in February. Shit, crazy. Little baby in February, man. They got to let our people go, bro. That's what they got to do, man. It's just, let our people go, bro. They trying to, they trying to, they trying to distract us. Something's coming. I don't know what it is, but something coming, bro. Oh no, they're trying to distract us from uh from uh Trump's speech on uh on Tuesday. That's what it was. The the State of the Union. They hit us up with all this uh nonsense. We got these memes. We got all this information. And you know, Trump just went up there. He it was. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just you know my news is people who make fun of the news. Uh, but Trump be talking. And I mean, people could say what they want. You know, I know people who are Trump supporters, whatever, like that. Uh, it's already being seen that the average tax return is less than seven hundred dollars from last year. So that means more people uh, will be owing taxes this year. Yeah, his um, which is crazy. His tax um, his tax laws that he made it hurt the middle class and the lower class more than it did the rich people. I feel like. And but but you know he'll he'll paint the portrait that is the biggest tax cut. People hear tax cut anything. Oh, everybody's getting a tax cut. Nah, some nah, people I mean, did get some extra money on a check. To I ain't gonna even hold you. Some people got extra money on a check, like for that tax cut. Listen, some got, listen. This is this is what this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Right, on average, right now, people are getting seven hundred dollars less. Last year, the average tax return was twenty five hundred. To this point in February, mm-hmm. the average tax return is eighteen hundred. Yeah, niggas on bread this year, especially if you ain't got no kids and you single. Oh lord. Oh lord. Yeah, Shit. you on bed. You better. better yeah, pregnant. you need to get somebody you know, kid, machine, man. I need to go back. <laughs> yeah. You need to either go Shit, to school or get somebody kid. Let you hold a niece or nephew or something. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm about to say. Who got five trying to give up one? <laughs> yeah, you know, just hold it down. <laughs> man. Homegirl got. Five. Five kids, six baby daddies. Nah, chill. <laughs> That's a little bit <laughs> chill. That's a little bit. <laughs> two, God two damn. Of them still, two of the baby daddies still arguing over one of the babies, bro. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's a situation out here, man. That shit crazy. I hope they both drop out. I pick little homie up. <laughs> little homie can come chill with me. That's crazy. That's crazy. You also heard um. You know, you know, ask him that, what's, his um, what's his name? What's the guy that plays the same movie every time? Shut up. Yes, uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, man. Liam Neeson. I can't even remember his name. You heard him when he said, I wanted to hit a black bastard. After- I, I, that's not what he said. What he said? Tell me verbatim. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. Tell me verbatim. So, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, because these are one of those situations where, damn, I feel like I got to use the uh, the text extremely correct. But the situation was, uh, Liam Neeson where was he from? Ireland? Ireland or, or, I believe or he's from Scotland. Ireland. One of them. And That's where he's from. One of them. I can't remember. One of them. One of them. One of those predominantly white places where people's hair is like orange or, or red <laughs> or a brown hue or something like that. And he was he was being asked, uh, where does he get like that that revenge instinct in him? You know what I'm saying? Like how does he channel that? Where does that come from? And he told a story. Uh, about a friend of his well, about 40 years ago uh, in Ireland. He had went to her and she told him that she had been raped, but she had dealt with the situation. She had dealt with the guy or whatever. And he was like, you know, he became furious and angry and he felt like, yo, he urgently needed to do something about it. So he asked her, like, who's the guy? You know the guy? Da, 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 da. She said, no, uh, I took care of it. I took care of it. And he was just asking questions about the guy. And he was like, uh, what race was he? And she said, black. So it doesn't seem like he could get any more information out of her. He went on to say that he was so angry that he started traveling the streets of North Ireland at night, going to black neighborhoods, looking for some quote unquote, because he used air quotes, black bastard to you know, to bring harm to, possibly kill. Uh, he said he was going into these neighborhoods hoping that somebody would approach him and start something with him. Mm-hmm. And then he had a, a, a bosh, a kosh with him. And he said he hoping he'd be approached by somebody. And he said he was ashamed to say it. And he said he was doing this for about mm-hmm. a week. 
Um, so, you know, the uproar has been, oh, Liam Neeson is racist. He wanted to kill some black bastard. Da, 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 da. There's a focus on that. I feel like there's a, a, a very big reason why he gave us certain facts. I feel like he said, this is 40 years ago. This is North Ireland. The the culture is different back then. Um, he, he, he likely came from an area where North Ireland is a predominantly white sector. So there's probably more... Uh, prejudice than he realized he said that he did this for about a week and then after that he realized like he was crazy Mm -hmm. you know he realized that he was tripping he was bugging he was wilding out and he just went home and he stopped doing it Mm -hmm. but he was basically saying that's where he tapped into and he was he 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 said he was ashamed he said it was wrong Uh, but people are saying no he's racist I, i i get the outrage i always understand because like when I heard it, of course, I'm like, what the hell? This this is crazy. But context is everything. You know what I'm saying? He's he's not being caught like all these uh, Virginia politicians who we see had blackface or KKK outfits in the 80s as a joke. He's telling us he was angry because a friend of his had gotten raped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, sexually abused. And all she could, all information, people are saying, why did he ask the race? But... I don't know. We all watch Law and Order. When they come to a, a victim, they say, you know, who did this? It was a man. Well, what was his rest? That's the natural second thing to figure out who this person was. No, what, what, what did you want to ask next? Well, how tall was he? Like, that's just the natural order of how things get asked. So he asked in that order. There was nothing he could do about it. He was angry. He lashed out. You know, but it was all in his head. He realized it was a terrible thing. It was a horrible thing. And I feel like I'm I'm glad that he told the story because that's what we need. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of white people who probably think the same way, but don't realize that it's fucked up they think that way. There, there people have been programmed to have certain prejudice or racist ideas in their minds mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily uh, realize are prejudicial, prejudicial or, or racial ideas so for him to say that and be able to be like oh yeah i I realized that it was messed up you know what i'm saying even if it was 40 years ago he understands how how wrong and how dark the way he was thinking was and and he checked himself not everybody's gonna have that ability to check themselves okay so i think it's healthy that he uh, he reached out i i think at this point you know what i'm saying like he definitely needs to i think he needs to sit down and speak with somebody else because i feel like the interviewer just put it out there yeah and they didn't really, they're an interviewer, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if he was talking to, like, uh, a Don Lennon, Lemon or uh, a Oprah or somebody like that, they would have went into deeper detail for us to be able to, like, really be like, okay, that, you know what I'm saying? Really look for the context of what he said this in. Because they make sure that they mention that he put it, black bastard in air quotes, but then the media, of course, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're putting it out there as if, uh, they they're, they're, the headline is going to be Liam Neeson, says that he wanted to kill a black bastard. They're not going to put it out there to, to so that we can thoroughly understand what he said and what he meant with what he was saying. He obviously showed a lot of remorse. Mm-hmm. and But he's saying he still taps into that anger. Because, I mean, I've had female friends who have felt like they've been taken advantage of or sexually abused. Um, in my adult life, I'm not sure if I know anyone who has been raped or anything like that. But... If somebody was to tell me that something like that had happened to them, I'm going to be furious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Did you call the police? I'm going to be like, no. Who the fuck are you talking about? Who is this nigga? And I say nigga not to say black person, but, you know, that's just how I speak. So I'm going to ask, who the fuck is the nigga? And at that point, I would assume she's either going to tell me or not tell me. I'm going to ask, like, where is he from? What is he? Is he black? Is he white? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to ask these questions. So... I understand his anger and his need to avenge is what I'm saying. Okay. And I just want to say Liam Nielsen still does the same movie over and over again. Every every movie is taken. It doesn't matter what he does. He says the same thing. Do you know who you're messing with? I will find you and I will kill you. The movie on the train is taken on the train. The movie where his son robs. It's his son robbing, but still taken. It's the same concept. We don't even know if that nigga can really act. 
So I don't really care what that nigga got to say, to be honest. No, it's cool. What you're saying is right. Totally right. A lot of white people do have racist thoughts, and they were. He had a racist moment, though. We don't want to label him as a full racist, but nigga, every time you walk in the room, I will look at you a little sideways, though. I'm going to keep it 100. Listen, man. Listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. First of all, you, you're, you're bugging. Because, yeah, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to act like he didn't. Is that, is that, but see, this this my thing, bro. All right. Mind you, let's not forget, he was Rayshard Ghoul in The Dark Knight, and he was also Aslan, the voice of Aslan in Chronicles of Narnia. So, to throw that out there real quick for you. But, uh, I say that to say, <laughs> I say that to say, listen, man, let's, we got to be realistic, all right? If we want change when it comes to people being racist or having prejudiced thoughts or whatever like that, they got to be able to come out and say, hey, I had this going on inside my head. And some people going to need help. We can't be sitting here uh, expecting change when we want to shit on people when they try to change. That doesn't make sense. This is not one of those things where it's like somebody comes out and says, okay, I'm confessing to being a rapist. Mm. No, we can't we can't just be like, "Oh, okay, well, you're conf-. No, this is I had ideas in my mind, thoughts in my mind that may have been fucked up and may have come from the wrong place. And I don't know where they got here, how they got in here. I I know you saw my post on uh Facebook when I talked about meeting um in 2008, 2009, I met uh John Lee Clary, who used to be uh the grand pooba of the KKK. Right. And I was, I was, I was going, I was saying in the beginning, like when, when he told us, when he told us a little story, he was telling us how as a kid, his father promoted, um, uh, racist ideas at the house. Like as a kid, his dad would just be saying, you know, nigger this, nigger that, and black people this, black people that. Like, it wasn't like he was getting, uh, education as a youth that everybody should be loved, everybody should be cared for, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. No, he was being ingrained at a young age that black people was a shit. Then his father committed suicide in front of him, right? His father's blood was on his shirt, on his face. His father committed suicide in front of him. Then he had to go move in with a racist uncle who didn't fuck with him. So he spent all his years of childhood up to 16 with people that were racist and they put that on him you know what i'm saying they 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 shared that racism that prejudice on him so when he got to uh, adult age and he moved out he didn't know what he was doing out in the world and then he just ended up meeting another person who was extremely racist and they started sharing these books with him and all these books were just talking about how black people do this, how black people are bringing corruption and bringing the world, America down, and this, this, that, and the other. And he eventually became part of the KKK. And, you know, he was he did some terrible things, or at least said some terrible things while he was a member of the KKK. You know, they put the hood on, and they feel so much stronger. Uh, anonymity uh, leads to strength. But, you know, to go on, I'm not going to go through the whole spill, but at some point... Deep down inside, he felt like the hate just wasn't doing mm-hmm. it for him, and he started to reject some of the ideas. And it kind of started with uh, him seeing this baby that a, uh, a black reverend had had brought to him. He saw a little mixed baby and the reverend. He was like, all his instincts inside was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, look at this cute little baby. But he knew the baby mm-hmm. was mixed. So all everything that he was trained to do told him, hate the baby. And the reverend said to him, uh, this baby was abandoned. Because the white side of his family didn't care about it. The black side of the family didn't care about it. This baby has done nothing to nobody. Little four, five-month-old baby, girl, has done nothing to nobody. And everybody hates her already. You know what I'm saying? And that's when he really started to, like, think about what was going on and what he was learning and what he had been preaching and what he had been doing. And, you know, fast forward, he ended up changing his life. He ended up working with the NAACP. He became a minister. And that baby girl, he ended up being her godfather. Seven years down from the, when he met her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, pe- people are going to make mistakes. And some people are going to do things that they need to pay for, they need to be punished for. But when somebody has an idea, and it's, 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 it's not like they woke up and said, I choose to be racist, because that's not what happens. It's the people around you or the people that are older than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's ideology. And it's it's people that are ingraining them on, on folks. And some of these white kids don't even realize that their parents have kind of inbred that prejudice or inbred that racist feeling into their into their minds. And it's inception. Once somebody puts something in your mind and you think it's yours, you're the one that came up with it, you you feel like it's you. And it's hard 
to kind of like reprogram your mind. So when people are coming out and telling us, hey, this is what I thought, this is these are the thoughts that I've had before, if, if it hasn't become an action, I feel like we need to be able to grab that person and be like, look, man, let's come over here, let's re-educate you, let's talk to you, like, let's get you to a point where it's like, you know that's not who you are. I don't think Liam Neeson needs all that, but I do think because he came out, it's going to open the door because especially with the racial tension in America right now, I think that it was important for him to say what he said. And because because everybody, everybody can only see as far as their eye can go. Right. So mm-hmm. we're not going to understand stuff that are outside the realm of our understanding. And you're not racist. I'm not racist. So definitely don't understand how a racist person thinks or how a person can become racist. We just have these ideas of the possibilities. Yeah, we black. We can't be exactly. racist. <laughs> We can be prejudiced. We can't be racist. We can be prejudiced. We can't be racist. Exactly. Racist. So, but oh, it's like black. something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all it's my something white that people. we have to we have to work on as a people because if we're always if we're just out here to find out because there's people who are racist like uh what's his name the dude who was owner of the Clippers not too long ago he was still racist. Oh yeah, he yeah, was still yeah, on yeah. some racist shit. He didn't come to nobody asking for help. He didn't come to nobody at saying he was ashamed. He just said, "Yo." Why do you bring those black people to the games with you? I don't want to see you with them. I don't want to see them around, even though he's the owner of a black basketball team. Does it make any fucking sense? That is some horrible, continuous racist shit. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's very different when somebody approaches you and says, because if any of my white friends comes to me and they're like, you know what? I think I'm a little bit racist. I'm not going to be like, well, fuck you because you're racist. I'm going to be like, no, I need to grab you up under me and show you love from a black person. So that whatever racist ideas you had in your head or had in your mind, they could, you know what I'm saying? We could resolve that and we could work through that because that's what, that's what, you know, love is supposed to be able to do. We're supposed to be able to care about each other. Like, are we, are we just going to hate the racist and say F them? And kind of like, <laughs> are we going to, are mm. we going to plant more seeds for them to hate us? Or are we going to try to help them out and, and, and get them to a place where, you know, at the very least, if they know it's wrong, they won't pass it on to their kids. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only thing we could hope mm-hmm. is 50, 60, 80 years from now is that our grandkids have less racist issues. We're not going to see the end of racism. But if we're educating uh, white people, black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, if we're mm-hmm. educating every generation and trying and not trying to act like, oh, slavery is over, uh, 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 blacks only, whites only joints is, is over, segregation is over, then, and, and we address that, we still do have a racial race issue in America, then our kids will have a better society. We can't expect that it's just going to be perfect for us. That's the problem. We want it to be perfect for us, and that's selfish. We need to think about tomorrow, because that's the only thing that we can really have an impact on is tomorrow. We can't stop all the races today. It's not going to happen. But, yeah, but we can start spending money with Yo, the races. Yo, we can definitely start spending money with the races, man. I'm glad you, you say that. Uh, T.I. has been posting all these wild-ass designers that are using blackface yeah, the Gucci, as a commodity. Yeah, the Gucci, Prada, Montclair. Yeah, shit's crazy. That's, shit crazy that, that out here, shit is, man. Is, is, it's crazy, crazy out and here. it's disgusting. It's crazy and it's disgusting. my pocket set and up, I don't these own people, no Gucci, you know I already, or Prada, or Montclair. <laughs> I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, have none of these in my closet. <laughs> my bank account not set up for that, and I don't see my bank account being <laughs> set up for that ever. You know what I'm saying? I feel like these, uh, these brands, they're too big. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never heard of Montclair, but the, the yeah. jacket that they got, though, is basically a yeah, black jacket Montclair. with different emojis of blackface. Don't make no fucking sense. Yeah, man, you right. It don't make no fucking sense. They got yeah, t-shirts. Right, I know what Montclair is. I know, yeah, t-shirt. <sighs> this shit don't make no sense. It's like um, one of the, the toys kind of looks like Gucci a, a got the, penguin. Um, covering the face. I wish they would have just doubled down and, and Penguin did yeah. all the way up because the blackface shit just looks Prada. Prada yeah, has like the blackface crazy. on a monkey. It's a little figurine. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. The devil does wear Prada. Yeah. Like They can get the fuck out of here with that shit. Right, Gucci. <laughs> Gucci has like the uh, the turtleneck sweater that comes up up to your nose, right? It's a it's a black turtleneck sweater, all the way black, and it comes up to your nose. And where your lips is, there's a hole. Around that hole, there's the red, the red lips, the red blackface lips. Fuck yeah. out of here! Like, that shit looks super crazy. <laughs> fuck out of here! You know what I'm saying? 
People of color spend $1.25 trillion on Gucci. And this is the shit that they give us? It don't make no sense. I don't even know if they got black designers up there that 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 saw that. Like I don't even know if they got black designers at all. But I don't know who in their right mind saw that and let that shit pass. I don't know who's who's working in human resources or in design anywhere where it's like all three of these companies, and it's not this week, you know what I'm saying? This this has been going on for like the last three years or so like that, since 2016. So it's like, what the fuck is making y'all think this shit is okay? Yeah, this shit, and it got, and the shorty like extra pale with the shit on. With the Gucci shit on. That shit look crazy to me. It just look crazy. I think with this day and age, what companies need to start doing is this. We on your ass. We're not playing no more. We on your ass. I need to cut the bullshit out. We gonna see what you're doing. It's a lot. It's over now for right. y'all niggas. 2019 and on is over for y'all. Fuck three months. Niggas should go a year without it and see if they don't start hiring. I seen Spike Lee said he not supporting them till he start seeing black designers sitting next to the white yeah, designer because so like, nothing I but get, white people. I, I and saying, these companies are from uh, foreign countries where that, that it's mostly white people. So sometimes they don't even know the plight like of that. a black person and in America. You feel me? They should be expensive. So like, I'm looking like, yo, my shit, nigga, like, and we need $50 for like, soon. <laughs> niggas ain't spending money with you. You wild. No more, man. Niggas need to just buy black high hundred, two hundred, $300 on a Gucci jacket. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'd rather spend the 50 yeah, you're right. You said fifty dollars on a pullover, but if it was a Nike pullover, he was selling. You would have bought it. I don't even got Nike like that, so I, I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't. A brand that you know, rephrase it. A brand that you know, if it costs fifty dollars, you, you would buy it. The only time I if spend I know money, you, uh, if I know you, and you, the only time I spend money on stuff is when it's Haitian that? stuff. Like if I see the flag on something, I spend money on that. I got a jacket, a Haitian flag jacket. I got that guy for like $80. I said, yes, I'm definitely copping that because it's my country, it's my culture. I love my people and it's a great way for me to represent. When I wear that thing, people are like, yo, Aisian, they ask me, you Haitian? Da, 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 da. We chop it up. I love finding my people out in the world. You know what I'm saying? And me putting on my flag, that's something I could do. I don't mind spending that 80 But if it's not that, something like that, I don't like spending money like that, bro. But for my fam, for my people... I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If I see a little kid in the street selling a $50 hoodie and it looks good and he come to me like, yo, sir, I'm trying to start a hoodie business and selling 50 I'm going to buy it if I got the bread. If I know you, I'll buy shit off of you even if it's ugly because I know you. Because I am just support my people's, period. So if I know you, I'm going to tell you your shit is ugly. Yo, them outfits, they're ugly as hell. But I'm gonna support you and buy and buy this off of you. Yo, you feel me? I'm the same way with music, you know man. What I'm saying like, I don't bought shit for off of niggas. I can listen. I can listen to your stuff, and I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like, yo, I don't know if this is really hitting, but I'm gonna give you the listens. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna listen to that bitch and give you the listen, so that you know what I'm saying you get your numbers up or whatever. But I'm gonna be honest about the the quality of the songs or whatever like that. Yeah, your shit trash, G. Your shit trash. Or not even like if it's just <laughs> G, you know, shit I feel trash. Like you do better. Tell the nigga. Or, you know, this this could have been done. I would have enjoyed it more. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you my take on it because I feel like that's the only way. Like, you might not be like, oh, I'm going to listen to everything that Ken said. But you might, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So he liked this. Let me see what other people say. And if it match up or let me try something different just to see, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. Like, I feel like that's the only way. If we criticize each other healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't really like the fabric of, of what you what you sold me. So I'm probably not going to buy no more. At the end of the day, it needs to be like this. The black dollar stays in the black community. I said, I think they said like 30 minutes, an hour or something. In the Jewish, Asian community, it stays in that community for like two, three days before it leaves the community. What we need to do is get up with the Indians, the Asians, and keep our black dollars with a black person. You feel me? Like now I'm at the point where, like, I'll give you an example. I bathe black, nigga. Like the soap I've been using for the past three, four months, a black girl right, makes it. I respect it. that. No, I respect I'm going to keep that. it 100 right here. I'm going to keep it 100 with you right now. The soap costs eight bucks. I buy a pack of six of good soap for like $4 at Walmart. I buy one bar for eight. But you know what? I say, yo, the shit smell good. It's clean. Fuck it. I'm going to just spend the right, eight right, bucks. Right, right, right. You feel me? And I buy it in bulk. You know what I'm saying? The white person that make, for example, let's say, Dove soap. I don't, I don't know who make Dove soap, 
I don't know if they look like me. Every time I see a Dove commercial, there's a bunch of white girls on it. You feel Ooh, me? But I know a black girl puts her mm-hmm. hand makes the soap. So I pay the extra. She tax on the shipping. I pay it. I'm trying to support. If I knew a nigga that made clothes and they were fire, made jeans, I'm going to go buy the jeans from you. Just pay it. Because I buy jeans already. Why not just... This is my thing. I'd rather pay somebody that look like me or somebody that I know rather than pay a stranger. If I'm going to spend $40... On something already, I might as well give you the forty dollars. You get thing, what I'm saying? If I'm willing to buy jeans for a hundred bucks, I might as well buy jeans from you for my hundred bucks. And likely, you know shit. what I'm saying? Everybody else is gonna have the the Nike, the the Gucci belt, or whatever like that. Everybody's gonna have that that fashion shit. If you get it from like you know a, a smaller designer or something like that, your shit gonna be more exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be, it's more likely that you're not gonna have somebody in the same venue rocking the same shit as you. You know what I'm saying? Your shit gonna be untouched. So that's the yeah, man. that's the dope thing about buying from you know what I'm saying your friends, your people. Like if we all just keep shopping at Nike, Adidas, J.C. Penney, whatever. We all going to be wearing the same shit. We all going to have the same, you know what I'm saying? I'd be going out, and it'd be like seven niggas with the same Jordans on. I can't even I can't even appreciate right, how dope Jordans are because it's seven of them shits. Like, them, them shits is watered down. Y'all not cool? Yeah, that, that's why you got to buy them J's, holding on to them, and rocking when everybody not rocking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. At the end of the day, this is what this we need to be on. We just need to... We need to bank black. If you can't bank black, I understand because there's yeah. not a lot of them. But maybe just start a savings account in a bank in a back black bank that's not too close by you, and you'll save that money. Cause you know what, you ain't hey, gonna drive your ass all the way to that bank. I had two bank that's twenty miles away. The the uh, one of them was hella far, and it wasn't like a a a, a big branch. You know what I'm saying? There's like maybe five of them in Georgia. Man, I ain't see that bank account for months at a time. I just I just had a percentage of my my paychecks going over there. And every time I'll go, you know, the few times I'll go over there, I'll be like, oh, snap. Nigga done got enough money for tuition. Let's ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So so bank black so you can save money because you ain't going to go over there to that far-ass bank. Buy some black cl- uh, black people that um, got some fire-ass clothes. Buy that shit. If you um spend mo- uh, we spend food at these restaurants, it's 12 a pop, $10. Go to your black restaurant. Go spend $10, $12 Yeah, go to that local Jamaica store. Sneakers, and get that, I understand. Get that, uh, $17 oxtail. Yeah. Go to the Haitian store and get that $17 goat. You know what I mean? Go do that. You need socks? Go get a, somebody that makes socks that's black. Need suits? Go get somebody. That's if you're already buying custom suits because a lot of people would be buying that shit. Go pay somebody that's black that look like you that's going to do that. All we're trying to say is this. Don't you could buy from everybody else. Just make sure a percentage of your money going towards somebody that looks right. Like just you. a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know it's Black History Month. Get you know, right. It's just every now and then, once in a blue moon, Get man. Right. Investing, investing your people or people that look like you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, just, just to, just to kind of like sway the tide a little bit, man. Because these big companies, these big yeah, man, corporations that don't care about black people or they don't at least have the decency to respect us enough to not treat our people like caricatures we can't keep showing them love we can't keep investing in them yeah mm. man we can't and we on out, that you note, know what it is happy black out. history month we'll see y'all again thank you for listening shout out it's your boy candy it's your kids boy, Rube the great